Welcome to the Dr. Funk Podcast. On this episode, we discuss the recently announced Paisley Park celebration, Prince albums disappearing from title, a Prince bio doc in 2017, the twins, Jesse Johnson, and much more. And now, have you ever been to Miami, baby? Dr. Funkenberry. Uh, what is going on, everyone? Welcome to the Dr. Funk Podcast. Chris, thanks again as usual for uh, the intro. You're welcome, Doc. How you doing? I just have to, I'm doing good. I just have to point it out for the people that think that I do my own intros. <laughs> Remember, everyone, subscribe to us on iTunes then you then as well as Stitcher. And we're also available on Google Play. Just so when the podcast is available, it's automatically downloaded. You're ready for it. So instead of like when I'm tweeting or Facebooking and asking for the link or this, you already have it. Absolutely. It makes things so much easier, huh? We're good to go. And we apologize if there's still any sound issues. I kind of hear it on my end when Chris talks a little bit. We're going to be working on that. Unfortunately, uh, me and Chris are not in the same place right now. I'm in L.A. where it's unusually cold, and Chris is in Miami, baby. You ever been to Miami, baby? Yeah, but you know what? We, we got to keep this going. We don't want to stop it. So we're trying different nah. things. We're trying to do it through Skype, and it usually sounds really good, but every now and then there might be an echo or something, and we apologize. So thanks for putting up with us. We are, uh, we're trying th- out different things. We're going to get this nailed down, and we're going to make well, sure to keep Bring in a good show to you guys, right? We'll get it worked out. Yes. Unfortunately, it means that it's kind of hard if we talk or whatnot. It crosses over. We'll get it worked out. So let's just jump right in. I mean, what's up? We knew this was going to happen. Uh, there, there is a quote unquote celebration on the anniversary of his passing. Yeah. We kind of knew that was going to happen. I mean, we were putting out things on it and that, you know, it was as morbid as it sounds for some people for closure and uh, just to help in the grieving process. That date of April 21st, 2017 was a very desirable date for a lot of people. I mean, if anyone thought that they were the only ones thinking like, hey, let's go then, you're sadly mistaken. Um, there was on message boards, on Prince message boards, I think there was um, a thread on going to Paisley on April 21st that was four or five pages deep. Oh, wow. And it been viewed like 2,000 times. Now, you know, they have... It's It's from April 20th till the 23rd. That's four days. Some people... We're saying it's three. You count 20th, 21st, 22nd, 23rd. Right. Count with me. Right. That's four fingers, four days. Four days, yeah. <laughs> I used and my toes. Is, is that okay? <laughs> what's up? I, I used my toes. Is that okay? That's fine. Okay. It worked the same. Now, what we have is general admission tickets that are four ninety nine, and then there's VIP tickets that are nine ninety nine, And what you're having there... Uh, you're performing is the revolution. Yeah, more stay nice. in the time. New power generation. And that's going to have different members of the new power generation over the years. 
And also what you have is Liv Warfield, Shelby J, with members of Third Eye Girl. I uh, don't know who awesome. that is entitled yet. So the lineup Last, is really stacked. It's pretty good when you look at it. That's, I mean, that's almost like that's the all-star team right there, right? Mm, not yet. We'll get into that. Okay. Um, but with the members of Third Eye Girl, you don't know who you're going to get. Last time you got Ida and Donna. We'll see what we get next time. Right. Now, you have is, let's go over the prices and whatnot for everybody. You know, with the four ninety nine and the nine ninety nine. You know, and you you've been to celebrations past, Chris. Uh, how are those prices compared to previous ones? I don't remember the exact price, and I'm sure you remember, but I remember it being fairly cheap for what you were getting when it was seven days. I believe it was seven days or six days, and I remember thinking that the price wasn't really that big of an issue compared to what you got, which was nightly concerts and basically free reign to hang out at Paisley Park. Was it less than $400 for the entire week? Yeah, there was two, you know, there's three celebrations. So you had the first one, which was $70. And you had one tour, then you're led into the soundstage where you had a grip of merch to purchase. Right. And um, then he had he had multiple he had nightly concerts he had a cover band Days of Wild he had Mint Condition play there. Then the last night we went to Northrop in the University of Minnesota their campus to see him perform and he did Greatest Romance Anastasia it was awesome. And then the following year he had the Rainbow Children where that entitled you to a listening session of the Rainbow Children. Uh, princess celebration event you had seven nights you had different artists performing each night you had alicia keys doing her debut and then we went to the excel center for two concerts towards the end of the week that gave you sound check and the concert and you had the after party at paisley the third year and that was a uh, around a hundred dollars not including tickets to the Excel, Concert unlike tickets, the right. first year. Right. Yeah, unlike the first year, the $70 actually included tickets to C-Prints. He was trying to make it affordable for everybody. Third year, and I heard people complain about the price. Third year, you had seven nights again, okay. but Prince was performing for seven nights with seven different opening acts. And people complained at the price then for of $250 <laughs> for seven concerts so, in Paisley Park yeah. unreal right see what's interesting now is if you go to officialpaisleypark.com for the celebration kind of like what is available for general mission is and VIP is a lot different it was only up to a few things now with general mission passes the 499 uh, you have up to 5 hours of event programming each day on all 4 days and access to exclusive concert events, panel discussions, guided tours, and more. They haven't announced who's going to be doing the panel discussions or um, what it's going to be the about. guided tours. I would imagine you'll get Sam Jennings up in the mix. So that'd be a kind of cool one to do. Yeah, it would. Um, 
Although when his wife wife did it for the first celebration, I kind of well, like this is recorded too. You, you can get into you can get a little Fanny or Fanny and more into it <laughs> again. Then wife, but Sam, if Sam does the tour, you'll get a lot of uh, knowledgeable stuff. Right. That yeah, goes which on. is cool. Now for nine ninety nine, you get up to five hours of event programming each day in all four days, access to exclusive concert events, panel discussions, guided tours. You'll get VIP concert seating. So that's letting you know what Prince had there for the for the piano and the microphone show last year where it was up against the sidewall in the main stage area. It probably won't be against the sidewall. You have them up on the stage. You are going to have chairs in there again. You have on-site parking, so you're able to park inside paisley which you don't know yet what the weather is going to be in april if it's going to be snowing <laughs> yeah, man, cold true. so you're dealing with that and also you're going to get photo and autograph opportunities with special guests and exclusive merchandise and a meal pass what do you think of that chris I think I really like the meal pass. I thought that was a pretty cool. <laughs> I know I'm probably, you know, not, not a lot of people are talking about the food, but that's kind of cool. You don't have to worry about food. It'll be paid for. That's a lot of money when you're traveling. Um, um, I, I think it's a lot. I really do. You get a lot. They put a lot of thought into the, into both packages. And yeah, the sticker price is, you know, the sticker shock is there. You think, wow, a thousand dollars and Prince isn't even there. So uh, it's it's, you know, you get a lot. I think they did a lot. Um, to try to make it worth it. And I think there's going to be a lot of people that are going to have no problem paying it because of what it represents. Um, right. It sucks because there's no prints. That's the kind of the main thing. And we didn't pay these prices when it was prints, but, well, now it's not prints. So. And as I was saying before, these dates were desirable. There was a lot of people wanting to go. Yeah. So it's not going to be the regular $40 and having events at night and then you pay for a concert. Right. Now, um, um, one of the things that I noticed on Twitter, and you could probably, maybe you can elaborate on it. Londell did kind of a cryptic tweet um, about uh, knowing what the fans wanted or something like that. Do you think he was no. talking about individual days maybe going on sale? Or do you think they'll no. do that at all? He was trying to look like he's looking out for the fans. I know fans were wanting me to stand up and say something. It's not going to change. They're, they'll sell out these dates. It's just going to be very close to when the timing is. You're going to be having uh, four months to think about it. So there's already people that purchased tickets already that right. I know of. Right. Hardcores are definitely and, already got their rooms and they got their tickets, like, I'm sure. There was sticker shock, but you know, me and you discussed this last week that, you know, I figured it was going to be around four ninety nine for via uh for general mission and then VIP I figured it was gonna be around nine hundred, not a thousand. And then remember also on top of that is a forty five dollar service fee plus facility fee per ticket, including one VIP parking pass per transaction for the VIP passes. So it's one thousand forty five. Um the free food. Now remember, remember, it's vegan food. It's not just you're not getting pizza or burger. <laughs> you know, aren't French fries uh, vegan? <laughs> it's what they serve at Paisley. Yeah, it'll be now, that if you want to go to Hands or something else, or get a little a few snacks at Target that's up the road. It's a little bit different, uh, or even Byerly's. 
Now, I understand why people are upset with the prices because people were assuming it was going to be the $40 prices and then they were just trying to be the first ones to do it. I'm like, come on. You had to know that they're going to do something like that. Just like you have to know in June they're going to do something. I mean, look, this one you have, as we said, we're going to reiterate, the revolution, more stay in the time, new power generation, Liv Warfield and Shelby J with members of Third Eye Girl. You'll probably get Judith Hill added onto the mix. But if you guys are already thinking about June, just think about this. Think about the names not on the list. Sheila E., The Family, Madhouse, which Sheila can do, which she's done before at her own little uh, family jam. Shaka Khan, Jill Jones. Hmm. So if you guys are thinking, oh, we'll just go in June, it'll be a little better. I'm not so sure about that. Just prepare for the same sticker shock. Be prepared. You know, um, and maybe the winter we'll get, months. Go ahead. I was just going to say maybe we'll get a couple of the bands that are playing in April too. Who's to say they won't go back for June? You could get Shelby. You could get Liv. It all depends on touring schedule. True. With the time, it depends on uh, how much it works out in Morris's favor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'd love to see the Revolution back. You know, I, I I think any chance you could see the Revolution play, uh, even at Paisley Park, which is uh, not really there. You know, I don't think did they ever. They were never even together when Paisley Park was around, right? Paisley Park. 2000 they did but at 2000 you had uh at the northrop dr fink jumped on stage oh, bobby right. z jumped on stage brown mark jumped on stage wendy and lisa didn't get the memo right i remember that that's <laughs> when he put, said it was put on the website yeah but yeah <laughs> yeah um they were around it's just they never played there or performed there, at least to a public audience. That was the one one of the things that Prince said about the Family Jam at the Forum here in Los Angeles in 2003 is that if the Revolu Revolution wanted to perform with me, they could have gone, come to Paisley Park and we could have done it. It didn't need to have an audience. That was then. This is now. So let's stop tripping on it. Revolution at Paisley would be kind of cool. You know what would have been kind of cool? what they were supposed to do and play New Year's Eve in Los Angeles this year. Ugh. They were supposed to do that. Yeah. Now I'm left with no New Year's Eve plans. And uh, What do you want to do, Doc? Sucks. <laughs> I, <laughs> we're going to have to make new plans, aren't we? I, I'm already making plans. Ooh. But um, we'll have some, I wouldn't say exclusive, but some pretty big revolution news coming to you probably in January, late January, early February. Uh, but that was one of the things that we had under our hat is that there was going to be a New Year's Eve show in LA. And that's not going to happen now. Not happening now. Yeah. No, there, but there's, but the thing is, is for other people in other places outside of Minneapolis and Los Angeles, it'll be good news for them and we'll be bringing it to them as soon as we can. Excellent. Now, of course, with the merchandise that they have for nine ninety nine, you know, you're gonna get, you know, you're probably gonna get the design that Martin Red Fox Bandit made of uh, the Paisley Park poster. You probably get the poster, a few other things. Um, but again, as you were trying to bring up with the Londell, I just think that was just him trying to say he's gonna look out for the fans. The reason I didn't respond to it is um, it's not gonna change. As we just found out. Paisley Park is worth $200 million. They put 
the exact amount on it. Before it was between 100 and 300 million. It's now put at 200 million. Now, January 21st, they have to file taxes. And of course, January 21st was the last official public performance of Prince, although he did do like a DJ uh, performance set January 23rd at Paisley. So that's a weird anniversary. So they got to start filing taxes. And they have about, they can ask for a six month extension on it. But this is why they're doing stuff like this that they're charging more. Yeah, when Prince is around, you know, seven nights, 250 bucks, he had people performing, opening acts, and, you know, keeping that place constantly running, he was losing money. But things are different now. I know that sucks. And I wish that. You know, Paisley could be open for everybody so they can just kind of grieve and, you know, party, celebrate him. You're just going to have to do it on different dates. And yeah, it is more of the have and the have mores, but there's nothing else we can do about that. Right. Um, also, something else that came out that I guess was received a little bit more positively uh, was the custom cloud guitars being ordered through Paisley Park. On Friday, they started having flyers out there at Paisley, and we appreciate one of our great listeners, Vanessa Bartholomew, uh, sending me a screen cap of that so I can share it. So uh, thank you, Vanessa. I wonder if she knows Vanessa Bet as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're making they're making the, se- the Sector cloud guitars just right now in uh, blue and white for $17.50. You can only get it from Paisley, though. Pretty so, cool. Very cool. Yeah, you do a $250 deposit. You can only get it, like I said, from Paisley. It's not like you got to get get the money there, pick it up from there. I don't know how that's going to work out for some people, but you're going to have to figure it out, at least right now. But they are going to have more details. I'm sure they'll be shipping at a different time, but that's how they're saying it now. They may have reworded it, but um, just keep checking into it because if you – Hit them up at the email address that we posted. Um, they will get back to you with more info, and we'll and go from there. So, and this is I great. I like it because I don't know if you noticed. There's been a lot of um, knockoff guitars for sale lately, cymbal right. guitars and the cloud guitars. So I'm glad that they're doing this and saying, "Hey, let's let's get the money where it belongs back in the estate." So, yeah, right. this is great to get an official guitar. It's not going to be a knockoff from China somewhere. So this is great. Right. And just to reiterate back to the celebration, you're good with the prices. I'm not so good with it, but I understand why they're doing it. And that's just, I know it sucks. I know it sucks for everybody, but they have to make their money where it is. And this is one of the reasons why I didn't want Graceland being in charge of it because we still don't have the tours being run properly. Um, in, in, in time, it will be done. If you have someone like Sam Jennings or other people, I have not been asked yet. I know some people were asking on Twitter. I wasn't responding because, you know, I don't want to go to them like, hey, you, you want me to be there? Although maybe it would be best just because although, you know, with Trevor and Kirk, they're the main people that have been around, but I have different – you know, as you see, like with dates and other things, I remember stuff and I'm more knowledgeable than that. And some of the things that they've been saying on the tour have been inaccurate. It would be um, nice but, to have you as kind of a consultant for, you know, and maybe some talking points. Well, that would be pretty cool. Well, as I said, with Sam, 
you'd have a different aspect of it. If it's it's gonna if Sam is asked, I don't know that. I do think he should be. I think that Sam should be asked over me. Absolutely. I would enjoy to do something like that. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I want to help out. Um, but I just want I want things to where the people that are going that are purchasing it that when they're done when the week is done that they feel like they got their money's worth you're already feeling like you're getting your money's worth you know it's 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 hard because then it's 500 and then it's vip for 999 then there's some fans who can barely afford the 500 and then they think they're the ultimate fans and it and now it comes down to who can afford more, who has more money instead of being the biggest fan or whatnot. And that that's hard. I can understand that. Again, you're okay with the prices, me, not so much. Five hundred I think is somewhat reasonable for what you're getting, although he's not there anymore. Nine ninety nine, I think you gotta give a few more things. Yeah. That's just my and opinion. Just, and just to be clear, I'm not that great with the pricing i mean i'm not going <laughs> i'm not going for okay. sure but um i'm really yeah. I'm, I'm planning on going I, i'm already planning on going in june as you know so i'm already putting in my vacation time i'll be there the week of his birthday because i prefer to celebrate you really want to put that out there now <laughs> well, hey i'm gonna because be there no they one may else be listening be and make the prices even higher <laughs> right so <laughs> yeah get Get Chris Klein out here. Yeah, we're gonna jack the price up so he can't. He can stand at the fence and and look inside, but that's about it. I chihuahua. Yeah. That's yeah. all I can say. When I'm meant to go, when I'm supposed to go, I'll go. I mean, the last time I was there was April seventeenth. Yeah, it wasn't the anniversary of his passing. It's a few days before. It's the last time I saw him. We acknowledged each other. We'll see. It's just kind of, in all honesty, that date, I believe it was like 85. It was like the warmest day in Minnesota of the year so far. So That's weird. one of the reasons why he was throwing the party was the Atlanta concerts and how good the weather was in Minnesota that weekend. All right. On to other things. I'm sure we'll continue to talk about Paisley Park and the celebration. As more things get announced, we will update you. I don't see it being a problem to where it's not going to sell out. Um, it'll get close to the date, but people are going to have months. They're going to be able to file their taxes. I'm sure some people are asking their grandma or mom and dad or grandparents, hey, that's what I want for Christmas. Can you buy my ticket? Then plane and hotel. Yeah, four months. I have a feeling it'll be fine, especially when you have Coachella going for like two grand and other stuff. Right. Yeah. Now, didn't you? Because I, you know, because I'm trying not to watch too much Facebook Live stuff because I'm actually wanting to incorporate that into our podcast, at least for the first 10 minutes of shows when we get the sound issues worked out. Ooh. So we can at least have some questions, kind of like what I did with Spreecast um, a few years ago that Prince loved. Um, I know that you were paying attention to the twins who kind of have like a Facebook chatting this weekend did they bring yeah. up anything about uh prince or his passing or some other yeah it was pretty cool they i i didn't catch exactly where they were i think it was like a dance studio or they might have had some kind of a dance class um but what they had what they were broadcasting was it looked like it was after the class um i'm sure someone will be able to clarify that that was there 
but um, they were sitting around and there was only about maybe 20 people. Um, but it was really casual. They were all just kind of sitting on the on the floor and they were discussing it was kind of a Q&A, but they really focused on um, uh, Prince and, you know, his passing. Uh, and I thought they handled it really well. They and they it was interesting that they handled it completely differently. Um and gosh, I don't, I, I can't remember which ones, which one was saying which, but one of them was saying that they were, they were like, oh, okay, yeah, they were, they were saying, one of them was saying that it was kind of like, oh, well, he's moved on, and almost took it as like, well, he, he decided he was done in this realm, and he decided it was time for him to move on, and she totally was acceptable of it, and was kind of like, oh, I don't get to see him anymore, very kind of matter of factly. The other one said she was like on the ground at her desk at work and her coworker had to come like cuddle with her <laughs> and she was bawling. So it was really, I was really candid and I was really impressed at how open they were about it. Um, but they were very positive about that. You know what? He's, he's not of this world. He did all he wanted to and he left on his own terms and that was it. So it was, and they talked about how, and we've heard this from other people, how they, they got so much more. He was able to get so much more out of them uh, that they even knew that they could get out of themselves. So it was really cool to hear them talk about how, you know, they, they weren't dancers, you know, and they, they were and they pushed them to do other things. And they were they continued, even though they didn't dance with him um, in recent years, they've been working with him in other realms like uh, photography and doing the different things behind the scenes. So. It's pretty the breakfast cool. can wait video. Yeah, exactly. So things like that. Yeah, so it was pretty cool to hear their side of it, and I was really surprised at uh, how positive they were about his passing. In a way that it was, you know, hey, it was, it was his time, and that's it, basically. So yeah, it was, it was really touching, and I, I thought they did a great job, and it was long. Okay, it was very long. It was, I think, it was an hour. I only, I was only to see like about forty-five minutes, but uh, it was great. Right. That's whatever they want to say about passing, whatever makes it easier on them. You can't judge or whatnot. Everyone has their own different feelings of that. Just like, you know, someone was saying that, you know, he passed away in the elevator because he can punch a higher floor to the next level. I'm like, all right there. You're reading into that. Uh, just like I got to bring this up because my Dallas Cowboys are playing uh, Prince's Minnesota Vikings this weekend. And what's interesting was at their new stadium, the first touchdown pass, we talked about this, was Rodgers to Nelson, Aaron Rodgers to uh, Jordy Nelson. Nelson, And so that was the first ever touchdown, R-O-G-D-E-R-S. But still, when you say it the same, Rodgers to Nelson was the first touchdown there. Now, of course, I'm going to go to my Facebook fan page, Messenger. Uh, Christy B., who's a Cowboy fan, and she knows I am, she had to send this to me. It's a photo that says Cowboys 10 straight, and I didn't realize this yet, but the Cowboys quarterback is a rookie, and their running back is a rookie, and they have a 10-1 record. Dak Prescott's number is number four. Ezekiel Elliott's number the running 21. back is 21. Wow. 421. And I'm like, I could have went like my entire life without putting those two things together. Yeah. <laughs> with those dates. Especially, 
uh, just with the Vikings being his team and the Cowboys being my team. And uh, it's going to make that game like a little bit more tomorrow. Like if the Cowboys lose that one, I may not be that hurt. Um, but <laughs> I would rather have been, uh, as someone said, uh, that the numbers were six and seven instead of four and 21. That's just my little thing with it. Again, we're all grieving and seeing things in different ways on the daily. And that was sent to me and I didn't realize it till that time. That's pretty cool. So eh, I guess <laughs> it just, now it's like it, I don't know if it takes away from how great the Cowboys are doing this year because they're like one of the one of the two only good things that happened to me this year. Because <laughs> um, this year is just the 2016. I cannot wait to put in the back burner. Is all I can say about that one. Amen. Uh, regardless, let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> to some other things, just a little bit more fun or funky, and of course it's. You know, we talked about the two hundred million. Didn't something now what, something happen with the the Grammy Hall of Fame? Yeah, that sign of the times is going to be inducted into the Hall of the Grammy Hall of Fame, kind of like Purple Rain was a few years ago. It's just interesting to me because you know Prince had this thing he used to say at the Minneapolis Music Awards in nineteen eighty six. By the way, Prince would like dominate the Minnesota Minneapolis Music Awards every year. Sure. In 1986, kind of got like a special Lifetime Achievement Award. Now keep in mind, <laughs> he wasn't even 10 years, it was like eight years in the business. Yeah. <laughs> and Prince, you know, kind of referenced dance music, sex, romance, the line where he says, I don't care to win awards. And he goes, now, it's very easy to say that then, because I really wasn't winning any music awards then. <laughs> That's funny. So awards did mean something to him. And he's all like, you know, I'll always be in Minnesota. Minnesota will always be where I live. Because I know when the Dream Factory ends in L.A., I can always come back here and party with y'all. Mm -hmm. And that's why Minnesota was such a huge place in it. Now, I bring that up with Side of the Times being nominated into the Grammy Hall of Fame. Is that Sign of the Times didn't have a lot of nominations that year. It had one. Which it blows was my mind. Blows for my mind. album of the year against uh <clears throat> U2's Battle and Hum or Joshua Tree. Yeah, it was Joshua, jo Tree. Joshua Tree, right? Because that's who ended up winning, right? <clears throat> yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And then Prince, when he finally did another interview again in 1990 with Rolling Stone, he said that he will only do award shows now if he's going to perform or if he knows he's going to win. Now, that sounds very Kanye West-esque nowadays, uh, but Prince was perturbed. He said that I can do any song in the Joshua Tree. Let's see them do Housequake. There you go. Yeah. Now the Grammys, of course, are honoring them. And Grammy nominations haven't been out. I just hope that whoever was in charge of stuff for Hit and Run Phase 2 did send in Phase 2 to be eligible for Grammy nominations because I think Prince... Phase 2 is a really good album. It's very underrated. I think he may get a few posthumous Grammy nominations if 
the work was taken care of to make sure that he got nominated. But it's great for Sign of the Times. Sign of the Times is one of the one of the albums that is in desperate need of a remaster. I know sometimes we're talking about some recordings with Prince that <clears throat> don't exactly have the greatest sound quality, so it wouldn't matter. But with Sign of the Times, <clears throat> it's definitely, definitely in need of a remaster. Don't you think, Chris? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is my favorite Prince album. I'm not afraid to say it, and I'm sure it's a lot of other people's favorite. Um, but there's just so many good songs and the sound. You know, you you look at the the movie, and that stage, that band, so many instruments, so many sounds. You got to get that remastered and just uh, give it the due that it needs. It's it's been long enough. It's so funny that you say you're not afraid to say Sound of the Times, like you're talking about New Power Soul or something, buddy. <laughs> right, I know. It is a good album. Um, yeah, it's a good album. It was a great movie, shot at Paisley Park, and now they're going to be showing it at Paisley uh, uh, soon. Yes. So that's, that'd be cool. See, they could be having that. That could be part of it for April is showing Sound of the Times. I would imagine, since they do this for Elvis, that there'll be a candlelight vigil as well, by the way. Hmm. Um but look, the sign of the times band, the revolution, they had years together to get tone, to get everything toned, kind of disbanded the revolution in October of 86 after some Japanese shows. And then before March, <laughs> they were playing first Avenue, March, 1987. Um, so about four months, then they were ready to debut, debut at first Avenue and then get the show on the road. Like, that's impressive. That's a testament to um, the Sign of the Times band. Levi, I see you, buddy. You're quite shapely. Stay <laughs> healthy. Um, but Sign of the Times, kudos. You know, that's part of, quote-unquote, Prince's genius period, although I think it ran for many more years uh, past that. <clears throat> now, an another thing that's happening, and Bono is actually going to be a part of it, is... Uh, there is a, a bio doc coming out for Prince, but it's in Germany. It's going to be in German. I don't think people like read the fine print of that. So we'll see if it gets a wider audience. But right now the plans are to only release it in Germany. So and you have Bono being a part of it. Is that going to huh? be, do you think it's going to be in German or is it going to be in English? If it's going to be in Germany, I would imagine Germany and maybe they'll do an overdub later on of, uh, in English, but you will have Bono and Mick Jagger and others, Andre Simone, be a part of it that don't speak German. Right. So they will have to be be speaking English. I've seen like some stuff from other shows. They'll talk over the American acts in German, so you're not exactly hearing what they're saying. So you got to hope later on, after it's released in Germany, that it can get a distributor distributor over here to have it. You know. In English. Yeah. But right now, that's what they're saying. They're not saying eventually. They're just saying it's plans only for Germany. So since they speak German in Germany <laughs> and not English, right. more than likely, that's what they're going to get. All right. Well, we'll have to uh, wait and see. When, when's that going to be coming out? Or when's that slated to come out? April, April. like everything else oh, next yeah. year. Boy, there's going to be a lot of activity in April. Ah. <sighs> Yeah. Yeah, there is. Yep. Um 
on, on other things. I mean, it's it's cool that they're doing this. I'm sure this is not going to be the last biopic by any chance. I just hope that they get people that um, know their stuff on like these shows on reels that it looks like it was put together, you know, within minutes and get wrong information. They don't even know how to spell how to say Maite's name or that it was originally called Boy Gregory, and then it was a, the baby was a, you know we found out the name was Amir. Like I just hope they do the research because. <sighs> yeah, I agree. It's so frustrating when they don't get it right, you know, just like with his wishes, but we don't know what he would want since, you know, he's not here and no will. And now, speaking of no will, something that's affecting everything and some people that join the service just because his music was on there, Tidal, you know, let's put a little bit of backtrack on this. Oh, yeah, Tidal, yeah, there's some drama that happened, right, in the last week or so. A couple months ago, um, Taika and her husband were flown out by Jay Jay Z, who runs Tidal, along with Rock Nation, um, to kind of discuss some business, trying to like record, uh, you know, buy the unreleased music or buy the vault stuff. Although Taika's not in charge of that yet, and the estate is running things. Um, look, free ticket to New York, other stuff doesn't cost you anything. But it rubs some people the wrong way. And then some people were saying that it didn't happen. Uh, they were kind of doing, in my opinion, listening to business without going through the proper channels. Right. So then what happened was, is after the Universal Music Publishing deal was signed for uh, Universal to license Prince's music and his publishing, uh, then the estate sued title saying that Prince did not have a contract with them to stream music, that they show no records of it, that title was saying that there was a check for $750,000 around his birthday when 16 other albums just showed up on the service. Uh, they don't see the check. They don't see a contract. Now, knowing Prince, um, it was probably a handshake deal with Jay and probably wasn't too much in paperwork. So what you're seeing right now, interestingly enough, Londell and Michael Koppelman are kind of running things, or Charles Koppelman, excuse me. Michael Koppelman, sorry about that. You're a good producer, buddy. Didn't want to throw you under that. So interestingly enough, the first album to disappear from Tidal streaming services was Emancipation. Then the second one to follow very shortly after was 3121, which was on Universal Music with Universal Music Publishing now handling his licensing. And now they're trying to get, you know, streaming involved and have it streamed all over different platforms. Whoever is going to provide the best deal, it's kind of leaving Jay-Z in a bad spot. And since then, one, one Night Alone, Princess Piano CD, One Night Alone Live. Ouch. Musicology, all those CDs are gone. And then for a, a time, Parade was gone for a bit. I think it's been put back. But slowly but surely, these titles are being removed from title. And some people are telling me that it is on their, it is on some people's, you know, that their private playlist that they can play it. But for some others, it's not showing up at all. Mm. Um, 
this was bound to happen. Uh, I think Prince really liked Tidal, that they gave him the most money, that it was also black-owned. Right. Said a lot, and that the artists got a lion's share of the profits. Unfortunately, with no contract here anymore, it's just like having no will. Um, you're more than likely going to see it on different platforms and probably not Jay-Z's, especially when there was rumors earlier this year that Jay was trying to sell Tidal to Apple Music. So it, they could use it as a sense that they were just trying to get Prince's music to boost how much uh, Tidal is worth because it's the exclusive home of him to s- turn around and sell to Apple Music. They could do that. We'll see. But unless Tidal throws like a Hail Mary, you're probably going to be seeing a lot of albums go out. Someone sent me a tweet that isn't on record, but um, I'm, I think that there's going to be a trial date to hear stuff of December 8th. I'm not certain on that. Don't hold me to it, but I can't find anything else on that. But sometimes people have tweeted stuff at me, and it was pretty accurate. So we'll see. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, do you yeah. have title? Um, I did. I just... I, I didn't pay for it. I did the trial just to see what it was like. I know a few people already that said they're going to be canceling soon because, I mean, if if they're not going to be able to get all their Prince music on there, then they're going to they're, – what's the use to them? Because they're Prince fans. Right. Um, I yeah. Don't, I don't know if the casual music fan is going to care if these deep cuts and these the, all of the albums aren't on there as long as the main ones are there. So I think once you once they pull Purple Rain and – and, and albums like that, I think that's when you're going to see shockwaves. But until then, I think you're going to see just a trickle of Prince fans starting to leave. Also, was just notified, Raven to the Joy Fantastic has now been pulled. Yeah, so they're slowly but surely so, going away. Yep, it's just the Warner catalog that's staying. Okay. So, you know, a few others. Slaughterhouse is still up there. Chocolate Invasion, we'll see about that. Uh, but slowly but surely, they are disappearing. That's a shame. So, that's a shame for Prince fans because that's really who's going to suffer for the time being until they appear somewhere else, I guess. Right. You know, and you just had Prince Forever released last week, although Best Buy and other places only ordered four copies apiece. It usually is done by how the last album sold which was hit and run phase one because a lot of chains did not carry phase two and phase one wasn't exactly a top seller for them. Right. So you had best buys only having four and then they'd be sold out. You'd be having to go to different ones. So, you know, and it was only three days of sales. I believe it charted at number 80 on billboard. It probably would chart higher the following week, but they just were not, ordering it in droves especially because this is another hits package yeah you didn't you know look we have an extra lovable video extra lovable was not put on there it wasn't discussed uh you know the breakdown wasn't on there if you want to talk about warner brothers years only going up to 1994 or 93 before the original hits the b-sides was released it's somewhat frustrating i mean you give them moonbeam levels you know, but nothing extra. Like maybe like on the second disc, there's like a special 
you know, montage of photos of Prince to Moonbeam levels. It just seems that they were trying to get this out before the holidays, trying to cash in a little bit by seeing the commercials, by seeing lack of advertising for it, by seeing what they did the day that it came out and releasing Moonbeam levels to media outlets that were Warner Brothers friendly, it wasn't enough. Right, um, yeah. of, of course, the people that say that Moonbeam levels, you know, they should release it as a single would be a huge hit. I'm like, you only have interest in that, especially without a video. Yeah. You know, extra lovable would have been different in my opinion, but you know, movie levels, it's awesome, but it's a little bit melancholy, you know? Right. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's not a, it's not a hit. It's not a radio friendly song. It's, it's a great song. I've always loved it, but it's not something that today's, you know, the today's listeners are going to really go for anyone, of the anyone, sorry to interrupt. I'm no, sorry. It's okay. Go ahead. Anyone who says that's going to be a radio hit has not listened to radio in the yeah. past 10 years. Right. And just listens and downloads stuff online, and they have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> just it's it's not a, it's not a radio hit. No. I love this song to death, love it, but it's not a radio hit. No. I love I appreciate that the Bay Area, of course, they're playing on the radio over there because that's just the Bay Area. The Bay Area will be playing Days of Wild, you know. It's just Hell different. Yeah. Yep. You no, know? um, but nah, it's it's not a radio hit. Stop fooling yourselves. <laughs> You know, even as a single, remember that it doesn't mean it would be released as a single to purchase. It just be released as a single to be played on different formats. That's not how radio is anymore. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. Now, for our friends in Minneapolis, they got Jesse Johnson playing there this Friday with Michael Bland doing oh, like yeah. a Hendrix tribute. Is that is that the show that's going to be at First Avenue? Yup. Very cool. That's going to be awesome. I'm hoping. Jesse comes out here. There's no more Yoshi's in the Bay Area for him to play at. Uh, but I don't know if if you're going to get Michael Bland to kind of tour. I mean, Michael Bland tours with Soul Asylum and whatnot, but not so much just flying to L.A. for one-off shows. That would be but, awesome, uh, though. Yeah. So you got Michael Bland, you got Jesse... It's just, I don't know, Jesse's guitar playing is out of this world. Yeah. Like, especially with, with Prince no longer being with us anymore, Jesse is on a whole different level. And I wish that Jesse would be out there more than he is, but that's just not Jesse's style. Jesse is just crazy talented. You know, he's humble. He goes off on Facebook rants, kind of like Trump does Twitter rants at times, but at least Jesse's makes more sense to us because it's not about Saturday Night Live or Broadway musicals. <laughs> <laughs> but what's interesting in the article, and I didn't know this, and there's no way of proving it um, because he's not credited. Um, like he he's performed, you know, he did back in the day Tamar in the Scene, Jan Jackson tracks, Paul Abdul tracks, and After Seven. He has said in recent years uh, that he has done tracks with Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, but he doesn't take credit on, on the records and filled in for Stevie Wonder's guitarist on a tour one night. You know, but he would do off shows. He was touring with D'Angelo, you know, which was quite awesome. Um, 
Jesse is just a talent. And it's just unfortunate, like when you say Morris Day in the time and they're going to be performing at Paisley, just unfortunate it's not Jesse. No disrespect um, to the person who's playing for him right now whose name is Casey, but Morris Day in the time, it's Jesse Johnson, yep. it's Jerome Benton, it's Jimmy Jam, it's Terry Lewis, and that's not what you're getting. Right. You're getting, as I call it, Morris Day in the halftime or Morris Day in the part-time. <laughs> part-time. Morris Day in the part-time. So... <laughs> No disrespect, but that's just that's just how it is. Just that's respect to Jesse Johnson, and he's a cool cat. And remember, several years ago, us seeing him at the Roxy. Just oh. he was supposed to do a thirty-minute set, and he ended up doing three hours. That was such a phenomenal show, and that place was going nuts. We had so much fun. Yeah, I'd forgotten yeah, how then, much how talented that guy was until that night. I was my jaw was on the ground. And then, like, he played a small place in December in Santa Monica a couple of years back. Our friend Dale from the Bay Area came up. It was great seeing him. Just every time Jesse would play, no matter what band he had with him, uh, Jesse just elevated them. He's just, I cannot say enough good things about Jesse Johnson, but whatever band he's in, whether he's playing by himself, whether he's doing a Hendrix tribute, whether he's a part of D'Angelo's band, you got to check Jesse out. If he's playing your area, you got to go because there's just not a lot left of him anymore. That's all I can say. One thing that really struck me when we saw him at the Roxy all those years ago, he has so many similarities to Prince, like physical similarities that really blew me away, like mannerisms and things. It was such a trip. And he doesn't, I know he's a different cat and I don't even think mm. he's from Minneapolis, right? Wasn't he from somewhere else? Nah. Yeah. Nah. But, he, he claims Minneapolis is home, which he can. But I believe it's Tennessee yeah, or whatever. Maybe that's but, Des Dickerson. But man, he's got that presence and he uh, he can definitely play that guitar. It's awesome. I mean, Prince's color was purple. I think Jesse's for a while was pink. If you go back on the old album covers, he was wearing a clock before Flavor Flav was wearing a clock. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I'll have to look go, at that. Go Shaka, back. The Shockadelica. Uh, album maybe uh i'm the, sure the someone will it was around the beer man era yeah. I'm sure someone will screenshot it on twitter and put it to me and you'll see it but yeah i got it in my collection my vinyl collection and associated artists that that box is falling apart right now so i'm not going to be <laughs> pulling it out anytime soon but i have been pulling out other stuff on my instagram uh if you guys have been seeing um I wanted to put all the photos out, but I needed to take care of something on Sunday, last Sunday. Put up a bunch of 8x10s, and a lot of the photos that are around on 8x10s, you can't really find them online anymore. Of course, I see people like, oh, take a close-up of that one. I'm like, I know what you're trying to do. (laughs) Right. I'm going to print that sucker out and frame it. Yeah. I mean, we got some ones, 89, 90, uh, 91. Got some stills in the Violet the Organ Grinder video. Some oh, wow. stuff from 94. Uh, I, th- I believe the box I got it in, it was a few Jam of the Year Emancipation photos. That's where it originally came from, and I just decided to start putting all my 8x10s in there. It was collected over time. It wasn't anything that anyone sent me. Unfortunately, now with the internet, you can't find places like that to purchase it. Plus, another thing is a bunch of them were on slides, and you'd have to reproduce it. What was happening was oh, wow. is that these slides would end up on eBay, and Prince would be purchasing them. 
So, because he knew if he had the master copy of that slide, if it wasn't copied, then he's owning all those photos. And I'm hoping, and I was just trying to test the waters for Paisley, and it's obvious that the people really like it, then I, I think, if you guys are listening, if you weren't paying attention to the Instagram, that maybe four or five photos for about $20 and then a little box for 10 so you can get it, um, you know, for $30 all together, like five different photos and different boxes because it's obvious that people would love to have 8 by 10s and other things of that. So it would be another thing to add to Paisley Park to sell there because there is interest in it, and oh, that's absolutely. what I was trying to gauge. Yeah, and yeah, that'd be cool. There's so many neat, rare photos. I've been looking at your feed too. It's, it's just crazy how many images there are. Great images too, you know. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's a lot out there. There's a lot of things I'm thinking of. I like that they're doing the guitars. They're gonna be having more merch. I like the MPG tambourine that they have. That's a good thing. Um, they have to constantly come up with the merch, especially in the winter times where they're not getting as many people on the tour that they would love to get. Right. Um, so we got to support it in different ways. I wish it was someone else other than Graceland running it, but it is what it is. You got to support it. You know, I kind of feel like Obama, like, oh, this is what we wanted, but we all have to come together. And if he does well, we do well. <laughs> I yes, believe that more can. so for Paisley is all I can say. Yeah, true. Um, than that. So... I don't know, man, but that's how it is. And I appreciate you guys listening to us, giving us your love. Uh, we got the holidays coming up. We're not planning on slowing down or doing anything. Nope. Um, Keeping it we're always We're always taking donations, always trying to figure stuff out, how to make things better. Um, I want to spend a special shout out to Kenisa Williams. Thank you. I don't know about you, Chris. I will be spending Christmas with you on one day. Um, If anyone has a radiator or a thermostat for a Honda Civic, (laughs) let me know. Merry Christmas, Um, Doc. Yeah. (laughs) I just, I had to go to the auto auto place a couple weeks ago and I thought it'd just be the thermostat, which is $100, but like, oh no, it's the radiator too. And the thermostats, that's around 500. I'm like, well, there goes Christmas bonus, but then we have New Year's Eve and other stuff coming up. And now with the revolution not doing anything, I got to figure something out. But, uh, you know, I, I understand everybody, like, because that Paisley partial on mission thing, I go, that, that's my radiator. I, yeah. I'm not going to that, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. unless they want me to help out. But I just want to let you guys know we appreciate you so much. I hope that you guys have someone to be with. Over the holidays, know that you're loved. Know that we're all in this together. Uh, I read your guys's tweets, emails. I haven't been able to respond to too much stuff, but uh, you letting us know how much you appreciate the podcast and you guys going back listening to the other episodes means a lot to us because we're doing this for you. Obviously, we will. I will be branching out. You know, doing more stuff. Obviously, we we talked about football here. We love talking about football and other things. But, you know, right now, we've just been concentrating on the Prince tip for everyone and really hoping it's helping everyone else out. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. We're not slowing down. This isn't our last episode of the year. 
we will be kind of having to do things like this. Thank you guys so much for braving the sound issues. We are aware of it. We're working on it. We're going to have everything slamming. That's kind of like why we kind of slow down on guests. We have a plethora of people that want to join us, but we want to make sure for them and for you when we have them on, there's no sound issues. There's no background noise. You're getting everything that they need to say, especially if we have people like Scott who do great impersonations of Prince. We need to have that with perfect audio. Yes, exactly. Hey, and it's look at this. We got it covered coast to coast literally this week, right? For now. For there's now. always something going on. That's right. It's you know, we just gotta hope for the best. We're all in this together. Yep. Um, but we knew with the prices, it was it's just supply and demand. People gotta understand that and come to terms with it, grieve in your own way. I'm sure like a lot of people were thinking about it, but that's just not how it's going to be. But I, I understand you guys. I feel you. Um, I'm not planning on being there at the time right now. If they ask me a part of it, as I always said with him, if he needs me there, I'm there. Because I just want to help help things out and make things better. That's all it's about. You know, Whether it comes off as critical to other people, that's not the case. It's just trying to be helpful. Nicely put, Doc. And on that note, thank you guys so much. Much love to everyone. Much love to you, Chris. Much love to you, man. We out. We out. Keep it funky. Uh. Nice.